everyone. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of Irie Financial. Welcome to another episode of AdBits, where I will be sharing bits of knowledge about self-directed retirement. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdBits. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And on today's episode, your IRA and tax losses. Well, I wanted to do this podcast because I actually get this question quite often. And it initially surprised me because it seemed like the answer was pretty evident. But again, as someone who's been practicing tax law for 20 years plus, um, I shouldn't take this for granted. So I wanted to do this episode because I think it's important that people understand that when you make an IRA investment, and when I mean losses, I don't mean deductions, like when you make an IRA contribution, pre-tax, and you get a tax deduction, I mean losses from your investment. So whether you're buying Apple stock or Tesla stock or real estate or gold or cryptos or private placements, what happens when you make an investment and it loses money? Do you get a loss? Can you take that loss and use it to offset other income on your tax return? And the answer is simply no. Why? Because your IRA is not a taxpayer, right? It doesn't file a 1040, an individual tax return. It doesn't file a partnership return. It doesn't file a corporate return. It's not a taxpayer. It is a tax-exempt trust under Section 408 of the Internal Revenue Code created by ERISA as a retirement account. So just like you don't pay gains when you sell your Tesla or real estate or cryptos for a gain inside the IRA, you don't get to use your losses from an IRA investment to offset any personal income. So in other words, if you buy Tesla, spend $100,000 on Tesla stock, and you sell it at 90,000, you lost 10,000 bucks. That loss has no value. You can't use it in any other context. It's just not. You just have less money in your IRA. So you started with 100, now you have 90. The loss evaporates, can't be used in any tax context, situation. It's just a bad investment that you now have less money. So whether, again, whether you're buying stocks or real estate, cryptos, any IRA investment inside the IRA, the concept is just like you don't pay tax on those gains inside the IRA, which is known as tax deferral, you don't get to use the losses, right? It wouldn't be fair, and you can certainly understand the IRS position for not allowing you to take losses and use that on your personal tax return, but on the flip side, not paying tax when you make gains. That just you know, would be too good to be true, right? And it's actually just not fair. So what does that mean? Well, that means that clearly we all make bad investments right? doesn't mean you're not a good investor. It just means you're, that particular investor investment did not do as expected. It happens. But if you did the investment with personal funds, that loss, if it was a capital loss, could be offset. If you 
to offset against other capital gains. If there's an ordinary income loss, and that operating loss from a business, it could be used to offset other business income in the future. In the case of an IRA, it's a loss or an invisible loss because it has no intrinsic value. It's not able to be used in any other tax setting. So you just have less money. Doesn't mean making an investment with an IRA is not tax efficient or wise from a tax standpoint. It just means that based off the IRA or 401k rules for that matter, you're not able to use the law. So I wanted to just do this podcast because people get confused between deductions and losses. So again, when you make an IRA contribution pre-tax, that's a tax deduction. That's okay. You can use that as funds to reduce your taxable income on your 1040, whether it's 6,000 or 7,000 in IRA, or if you have a 401k, you're able to contribute 19,5 or 26,000 in 2021. If you do that in pre-tax, that's a tax deductible contribution. When the money's in the IRA or 401k, from an investment standpoint, you pay no tax on your income or gains. That's known as deferral. But same token, you're not able to use those losses uh, from any IRA investment to offset any income uh, from your business or personal. So some people say, well, you know what? It's better to buy real estate in using personal funds versus an IRA because I get to use deductions, I can use losses, I have depreciation, I have loan expenses, and then I can use all those losses to offset other income. Fair point, agreed. There are benefits, the tax code is structured to benefit real estate investors, whether, again, it's through depreciation or accelerated depreciation or like-kind exchanges. There are very sophisticated and also you know plain ordinary ways real estate investors can structure their investments to generate deductions and also uh, potentially shelter gains whether it's 1031 or through other mechanisms so i think the analogy should not be should you make real estate investments versus your ira or with personal i think the analogy should be should you be using your ira to buy real estate versus traditional investments like stocks or bonds, right? You should do both. If you wanna buy real estate, for example, I'm a big believer in, in wealth through real estate. I, I have a bunch of real estate in my IRA and outside my IRA. Um, not everyone has millions and millions of dollars of personal funds where they can just buy real estate. If the way it works, most people's wealth is tied into their IRA. So it's not a fair question to say, well, you should buy real estate with personal funds and not with your IRA because some people don't have that luxury. They just don't have enough money lying around in their savings account, but they do have money in an IRA or 401k, which they would like to employ in a real estate setting. So when I talk to clients, I say, listen, there are advantages of doing real estate deals with personal funds, absolutely. Uh, again, depreciation, like kind of exchanges, deductions. If you do it in an IRA, you're not gonna get deductions you're not going to get losses, but your gains will be deferred from tax. And obviously in the case of a Roth, so long as you're 59 and a half, and the Roth's been open at least five years, you can shelter all your income and gains forever from taxes, right? So the Roth obviously has super um, intrinsic value to a lot of real estate investors, um, not uh, permanent, permanent, not just transitory. So when talking to real estate investors, 
some pushback and say, Adam, listen, I don't care about my retirement account. I don't even have an IRA. I spoke to someone today uh, from Orlando, lots of money in a real estate, um, in a real estate investments. And he's just like, I can't set up an IRA or 401k because I have no income. I just take distributions. It's all capital gains. I take zero salary. So, and I said, that's fine for you. It works. So you're right. In your case, real estate doing with personal funds is your answer. But for many of us who have 401ks at work and have a bunch of money tied into the retirement system who want to buy real estate and don't have tons of money lying around in a savings account, using an IRA or 401k to buy real estate does have advantages. Yes, as I mentioned, you don't get deductions, losses, depreciation. But on the flip side, you get deferral. Income gains are deferred from taxes. No losses, but you don't have to pay taxes on your income or gains. Yes, if it's a traditional IRA or a pre-tax 401k, you do have to take requirement of distributions at 72. Or if you take distributions outside of the retirement account, they are subject to tax after 59 and a half, but you are getting the power of deferral, right? Compounding returns, your money doubles every eight years, assuming an 8% rate of return. So that's obviously the benefit of using an IRA or 401k to buy real estate versus just using personal funds where you are going to pay capital gains on your gains. You're also going to be able to take advantage of losses. People seem to forget that you do have to pay depreciation recapture, which is a 25% tax, not 37% like ordinary income. So again, I don't want to sit here and debate what's better using personal retirement money to buy real estate because that's not the situation most people are in. Most people are in a situation where, hey, I got a bunch of money in a rollover 401k or an IRA. I'd love to buy real estate. I want to do it. And then the question is, should you buy real estate over stocks or bonds or mutual funds? And obviously that's a question for you and your financial advisor, but it's important to understand how it works. And the way it works again is all your income and gains are deferred. You're not going to be able to take advantage of, of any deductions or losses. You just basically have to report any income or gains. Um, and, and it's not reportable. It's all in the IRA. And, and from a law standpoint, it's just a situation where you have less money, right? So you invest 100000 bucks in a real estate deal. You pay $5,000 uh, in taxes you have money that comes out of the IRA to pay those taxes. You don't get advantage of depreciation. You don't get the deductions. If you have a mortgage, you're not gonna be able to deduct the interest on that mortgage for the real estate. But on the flip side, you're not paying tax on the rent or the gains, right? So you can't have both. In the IRA setting, you have no tax on the income gains. On the personal side, you get the deductions and losses and potential capital gains on the sale. So both are valuable. Both are great ways to invest in real estate. Um, and I, again, I think the, the question needs to be posed. Should you buy real estate versus traditional investments? Not should you use in an IRA? Not should you buy real estate in an IRA versus uh, with personal funds? Because again, most of us don't have that luxury where we get to pick and choose where we buy our real estate. We, we use the cash we have available, whether it's in an IRA, 401k, or in our bank account we're going to employ what we can to get the deal done. So just wanted this to be clear because I get a lot of debates from real estate investors who are so smart, right? Really wise, 
super savvy, uh, at least the people I'm talking to, and they're all over this stuff. Like, hey, Adam, I haven't paid taxes in years. Um, I've made money, but I'm able to shelter all my income by depreciation, accelerated depreciation, deducts it. I can do like-kind exchanges to shelter income. That's been a very valuable solution for me. And using a retirement account isn't as appealing to me because um, I like the losses and I'll deal with the capital gains. And, and I say, that's fair. I'm with you. It does make sense. I'm not contesting that. What I am contesting and what I want to make clear is that not everyone has your situation where we're able to get real estate done using exclusively personal funds. Some of us have a bunch of money in a retirement account and want to use that in real estate. And again, the discussion shouldn't be using an IRA or personal funds by real estate. I think the more salient discussion is should you use your IRA by real estate versus stocks, okay, or, or other investments. And that's something obviously you have to decide. But um, there are obviously a slew of advantages that, that some of these real estate investors aren't realizing. The fact that you can defer all your gains, especially if you're doing a Roth and you're able to do a conversion into Roth at a low value, you can shelter all your future gains from tax going forward. And for most of us, I would rather pay no tax than get deductions, right? Some real estate investors might argue with me saying, hey, I'm going to shelter all my gains. Um, I'll do a light count exchanges. I'll keep this rolled until I die and my kids will get a step up in basis. And yeah, that's fine. A lot of big real estate families have done that. Not so easy to do, okay? But personally, in my, my retirement account, I'm a big Roth guy, as you guys know. I've written a book called In God We Trust and Roth We Prosper. Uh, I feel really nice sleeping at night knowing that I own real estate in a Roth, and when I sell it, uh, it's all tax-free. So yeah, I'm not going to get the deductions or the appreciation, but I'm never going to worry about paying tax when I sell it, hopefully for a big gain. I'm not going to have to deal with worrying about like-kind exchanges or depreciation or capture. Are they going to get rid of like-kind exchanges or capital gains at whatever the capital gains rate is, right? There's Biden talked about potentially a million dollars a gain over 40% tax, right? Who knows? That That's not part of the Build Back Better bill, at least as proposed, but it can come back in a year, three years, six years. Um, so in my estimation, I'm feeling really good owning real estate in, in a retirement account, especially a Roth. There are certainly advantages uh, from a tax deduction standpoint and law standpoint for doing it in uh, a personal um, account setting. But uh, again, I think they both are really smart ways um, to uh, buy real estate. Uh, I think real estate is a super important asset that we all should have exposure to, whether it's through REITs or whether it's through actually owning hard real estate assets. I think in a period of inflation, owning real estate um, is probably the best asset class to own. And uh, again, if, if you don't have the ability to buy it using personal funds, and have retirement money uh, that, that you potentially can employ, I think it makes sense to look at real estate as a potential investment and not, again, comparing, should I do it personal versus IRA, but should I be allocating some of my assets to real estate versus stocks or, or mutual funds or, or other traditional investments? So there you go. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, something I really wanted to talk about. I was meaning on doing this uh, several months ago. I just some the tax bill kind of got in front of me and we got really heavy into uh, a bunch of these um, podcast sessions on 
and, and I've done actually a bunch of different videos on the proposed tax bill, the Build Back Better bill. So, so this this topic kind of got pushed to the, to the side. So I'm sorry about that, but um, just wanted to make this clear. Hopefully, you guys now understand the difference between deductions, losses, and the pros and cons of buying real estate in a retirement account or not. Otherwise, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much, and talk to everyone again next week. Thank you.